Hello, hello, I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. I am at Williamson NFL, and we're going to review all the exciting action from yesterday. Um, lots going on around the league, as usual. Some quarterback injuries, unfortunately, as usual. Bucks fall to the Bills in Buffalo, 30-27. to um, Not the greatest played game. Buffalo finds ways to win, though. I mean, this team's 4-2. 3-0 at home, well-coached. I mean, I think that goes without saying at this point. I mean, on both sides of the ball. Um, I have some real worries about the Bucks D, and that will be reflected tomorrow in the power ranks. Tough tough chore, though, no matter what, to go up to Chicago and win a game like this. Um, but, man, I mean, the Bills are just better than I thought. You know, they... 13 fourth quarter points. You know, a lot of points at the end of this game, actually. It started slow. Well, you know, there was some sloppiness. But, you know, Winston put up huge numbers, but it wasn't quite enough. This Deontay Thompson character comes from nowhere, makes a couple big plays. Another good game by Shady. Bills keep hanging around. I mean, I guess I'm open to the possibility that maybe this is an actual playoff team in a week AFC. You know, some of the other teams are falling left and right, and they just keep chugging along. And Tampa, meanwhile... I mean, people in the in their division are falling left and right, except for New Orleans. But people are passing them by. I mean, this has been a, a rough season for the Buccaneers, for sure. Panthers lose in Chicago 17-3. And we've seen the Bears win similar games. You know, <laughs> Baltimore, Pittsburgh, some of these games almost beat Atlanta. I mean, they're now 3-4. and four, And the reality is, they're a really good defense. And... Two huge plays were the difference here. In reality, this is a 3-3 game with just putrid offense. Great defense, especially by the Bears. Uh, Jordan Howard chugging along but not doing a whole heck of a lot. Um, Trubisky throws seven passes in this game. I mean, the Panthers lost a game where the quarterback threw seven passes. It's unbelievable. I mean, they only ran like 37 plays, the Bears, and still won this game 17-3. I mean... Clearly, defensive scores had everything to do with that. But it's amazing that this team is 3-4. and four, And I am very, very impressed with the defense at all levels. The secondary is better than I thought. And that's allowing them to at least play this formula and churn out some wins. I mean, is that sustainable? Probably not. I mean, <laughs> are they going to be a 7-9 and nine team? Probably not. I mean, but all these teams face the Bears and lose and get, you know, plane ride home shaking their head like, how the, on earth did we just lose that game? <laughs> and the formula's pretty clear here for the Bears. Discuss is another... In overtime, the Titans eclipse the Browns by a score of 12-9, to and the Browns are yet to win a game, lose another home game, 0-4. Titans win, but in not impressive fashion at all. Very little offense, as you can imagine. No touchdowns scored in this game. Yet again, we see Kaiser pulled, this time for Kessler. I mean, I don't know what else to say about this. I mean, the Titans, you would think, would be further along than this at this stage of the game. And I'll give the, the Browns D a little bit of credit, but uh, they're a bad, bad team. I mean, clearly they're going to be 32nd on my power ranks tomorrow. Um, but the Titans have to fall for this one, too. Like, what are they hanging their hat on? You would think you get more from an offense with uh, 
Decker and Walker and Murray and Henry and a good line and a quarterback I like and I don't know. I mean, I'm starting to rethink the whole exotic smash, smash mouth system going on in Tennessee and wondering if they need to go back to the drawing board in the offseason in terms of offensive scheme. The Saints certainly do not. And they have a defense now that's athletic, that throws a lot at you. Marshawn Latimer is a really, really good player. Drew Brees should be in the MVP consideration. Throws for 331 yards in this game. And in Lambeau, which you would think is a really difficult chore. And it's still, I mean, Saints travel to Green Bay. It sounds like a daunting task. But uh, Hundley is still very overwhelmed. And the Saints D is better than people think. Saints can run the ball. Um, Ted Ginn got highly involved in this game, too, with some big plays and consistent production. Aaron Jones is one of the only things I can get excited about from the Green Bay perspective here, though, is he looks legit, and I think he's going to be their number one from now on. But in Hundley, you know, ran for a touchdown, and, he, he, you know, how much do we expect from him against a defense that we, that we know is better than people think? But at this stage of the game, I mean, New Orleans just a lot better team than the Packers right now without Aaron Rodgers. And I wonder that Hundley will be able to really utilize Bennett, Cobb, Adams, Nelson, all those guys. It's going to have to be a very run-centric team, but they don't have the defense to pull that off. Um, this could be a miserable stretch here for the Pack the rest of the season. But that, that division's not all that crazy. They're still 4-3. and three. Uh, And i got to say the Saints are the best team in the South and very well could end up in the postseason. All right, all right. Another bad team is the Colts, and they're going to be really low in my power ranks tomorrow. If I'm luck, I just, I'm not playing this year. You know, 10 sacks by the Jags. Colts are miserable. Um, Blake Bortles throws for 330 yards against you. And T.J. Yeldon runs for 122. And Ivory pitches in quite a bit. I mean, I thought this Colts defense was a little better than that, but that's not the entire story. Jags just totally controlled things. Their defense is elite. It's maybe the best in the league, certainly top two or three. Second time this year they've had 10 sacks. I mean, that's crazy against divisional foes. Jags are 4-3. and three. Colts are 2-5. and five. Staring down what could be a 4-12 and 12 type of season for them. Uh, heartbreaker for me, Malik Hooker, or Malik Hooker gets injured in this game out for the year. He was a bright spot, something the light at the end of the tunnel type guy for the Colts. Maybe we'll start seeing more Marlon Mack. Um, I am kind of liking, not in this game, but I am kind of liking what I've seen from Brissett overall. Maybe the offense shows some sparks, but man, the Colts are in bad shape, and they're not a good football team at all. Jags do this without Leonard Fournette. You know, I mean, on my one redraft, I have one redraft team for fantasy, and Fournette's like my stud back, and I'm looking at this matchup going, oh, baby, he doesn't play. So, of course, I'm looking at it like, man, you think Fournette would have had a nice day if Yeldon and Ivory ran all over these guys? Oh, well. Golden rule fantasy, Matt. Nobody cares about your team but you. Uh, does anybody care about the Cardinals anymore? The Rams whitewashed them 33 to nothing in London. Palmer out, maybe for his career. Peterson gets nothing going. Total domination based on 
Much better Rams defense. It seems to be getting better by the week. Really good up the middle. Defensive tackle, inside linebacker. Cardinals are troubled. I, I mean, I really think it's live for tomorrow time in Arizona. You know, that you, you, Drew Stanton, I guess, is going to be your quarterback, unless you want to go to Gabbert. Um, Gurley was very impressive yet again this game. Goff played well, but wasn't asked to do a lot. Um... I mean, this is probably a, if you play this game 10 times, this is probably about as extreme as you'll get, but it's very clear that the Rams at 5-2 and two are a much better team right now than Arizona. They're in much better shape for now and for the future. And, I mean, again, if they played 10 times, maybe Arizona wins three of them or so. And obviously the Palmer injury had something to do with it, but the discrepancy in these two franchises right now is pretty severe. It really is. Jets fall to Miami, 31-28. Um, Miami's D is good. They had some struggles. Ajayi wasn't able to do much. Neither team did a whole heck of a lot on the ground. Cutler injured, broken ribs. Prob He's not going to play Thursday. Wonder if he'll ever play again, too. I mean, Palmer and Cutler, how many games between the two of them will they ever play again? Matt Moore, it's a good backup. Highly uneven throughout his career, and I think he's been proven that that's the case. Um, but maybe he ignites them a little bit here. But 17 fourth-quarter points by the Dolphins. They're quietly 4-2. and two. Didn't have Devontae Parker. Uh, playing better of late. I mean, could they sneak in the playoffs again as a 9-7 and seven type of team? Maybe. I am still shocked that the Jets are 3-4. and four. And there's good things going on in New York. I mean, Todd Bowles is doing a whale of a job coaching this team up. Um, I thought Miami would really hand them, you know, really win this game handily, and they didn't. I mean, they didn't at all. This was very, very close the whole time. Um, a game that wasn't as close as it looks is Vikings 24, Ravens 16. Baltimore stinks. Their offense stinks. Flacco's bad. Vikings off defense is really good. Ravens D's good, but it's falling apart. They don't tackle very well. Latavius Murray runs for 113 on you. Don't even have digs, and they still control this game. Kind of how I thought this game would go. Would be low scoring, but Minnesota controls it from start to finish. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, the Ravens are lucky to be 3-4. and four. They look like a 5- or 6-win team to me. Quickly out of the race, in my opinion, in the AFC North. I guess the Vikes are the best team in the NFC North, and maybe you get Diggs or Bridgewater or Bradford or somebody like that back, and the defense is really strong, and they are running the ball light years better than they did last year. Line is okay. Division's not that scary. I mean, Vikings could be easily 10-6. and six. I mean, they're already 5-2. and two. Um, Tough place to play. Uh, I think it's a high-quality organization. And the Ravens, to me, are falling apart. Cowboys just whitewashed the Niners 40-10. to C.J. Beathard's opening act. I mean, let's not say that he's a bust or anything, but he was overwhelmed. Um, I mean, this game wasn't close from the beginning. I mean, it was just utter domination. It was 20-3 to at the half. Cowboys threw another 20 on after that. Um, the Niners just don't have the firepower. 
Um, Des Bryant, of course. Elliott, I thought, was the story. 147 yards, but looked great. I mean, to me, that was the story. Was That looked like last year's Zeke to me. You know, like, whoa. You know, balance, burst, power, all the above. And the Niners are just overmatched. I mean, they're 0-7. But they've been in every game, you know, to their credit, and I do think they're well-coached, and I think their plan is, you know, going as scheduled more or less. But this game was, whoa, we're really not very good. And, and I didn't see this coming from Dallas. I mean, I, maybe I've sold Dallas a little short. Uh, their defense played well. Uh, did some pass rush. Getting David Irving back is really big for them. Sean Lee, Lawrence, secondary's okay. Young getting better. But they're just a lot better team, obviously, than the Niners, who are in bad shape. Giants are also in bad shape at 1-6. Um, Seattle controlled this game for the most part, too. Big numbers from Wilson. Could have been bigger. Jimmy Graham drop. Uh, uh, almost a long touchdown to Baldwin. But both those guys are, you know, Baldwin was still highly involved. Still don't have a running game or running backs to speak of in Seattle. But I do think this is a high-quality team. Really interested to see if ProSice is the guy. Um, I've been stashing him in my fantasy roster, thinking that he's right around the corner from taking over and you know giving them an element that like he did last year. But I don't trust him to stay healthy. Giants didn't have Sterling Shepard. It was pretty much Engram and nobody else. Running game didn't do a heck of a lot. Um, Defense on the field, you know, it's like uh, at home they got beat pretty bad by a team that usually doesn't travel so well. Um, the Hawks are good. The Hawks are good. They're kind of who I thought they'd be. Offensive line's getting a little better, too. Uh, Bengals lost at Pittsburgh 29-14. to Steelers just dominated the second half, especially their defense. Le'Veon Bell runs for a buttload of yards. Roethlisberger played his best game of the season by far. Steelers controlled both lines of scrimmage. Their pass rush is really, really good. Uh, defense as a whole, I think, is a top-five type of defense. Offense is rounding into shape on the back of Bell in a running game. That's good to see. Um, Bengals didn't give Mixon a carry in the second half. I mean, yeah, they were losing 20-14 to 14 to start the half, but you just don't run the ball at all in the second half. Dalton looked really frustrated. The pass rush kept getting home. Steelers did a good job of taking A.J. Green out of the picture, and Mixon and Green are really what makes this offense go. Um, Dalton started hot, but crumbled and was just under a lot of duress. Pittsburgh's good. I mean, you'll see that tomorrow in the power ranks. They're, they're, they're really rounding into form right now. The Broncos certainly are not. They are shut out. Their, uh, their situation is obvious. I mean, C.J. Anderson led the team with 44 yards on the ground. Trevor Simeon's not a starting NFL quarterback. I've been saying that for a long time. The offensive tackle situation is a big problem. Joey Bosa kicked the crap out of their offensive tackles, as did Ingram. Bad matchup for them. No Manny Sanders. Remember I picked the Chargers to win this division? I know they're only 3-4, three and four, and that probably won't happen. But the Broncos are 3-3. Three and three, And one of these teams is going one way, and the other is going the other. And what if the Chargers would have had a kicker to start the year? I mean, they could be easily sitting... Five and two. I mean, they're, that's how they're playing. They're a good team. Um, Hunter Henry's getting more and more involved. That's great to see. I think the Chargers' defense, especially against the pass, is pretty strong.